Recording. Recording. Here we go. Check. Check two. Hey. Okay. <laughs> it should just be the three of us, like, <laughs> doing sound effects. That's the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Making Enemies, a podcast about, so far, bad movies, apparently. Uh, hey! Joining me are <laughs> Russ. Hey, what's up? And Dave. <laughs> Hello. Guys, how's it going? How's your week been? Sexy as fuck. Shit. Oh, wow. What an interesting description. Of <laughs> right. Elaborate. Or maybe don't. I don't know. Or maybe... <laughs> <laughs> is it safe for, for podcast consumption? All I've done is work. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's very sexy. Yeah. It sounds hot. Working for the holidays. So first. All right. Jake from State Farm. I like how they keep having new Jakes. They're all named Jake. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like the Colonel Sanders of uh, insurance salesmen. The first one was really was a good commercial, so they're just trying to ride that out now. Right, right. Soon they'll make a um, like an ABC sitcom about it, like they did with oh, Cavemen. Oh, yeah. The Cavemen. <laughs> it was so bad that like I canceled in like, five seconds. That was garbage. <laughs> oh my god. The commercials were garbage. On what planet were have anyone used a commercial as like a jumping off point for a successful show? Like I don't understand how someone's like, guys, stop the presses. I figured it out. I know it's going to be a hit. I figured they've tried everything at this point. No, nah, listen, I'm waiting for the the new show with Flo. Oh, shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'd blow up the network for that. You, do you guys remember? Because I'm. We, we talked about this show, obviously, on our first episode, Madman. You know she's on that show, right? She's what? in like a few episodes of the first season. She works in like the switchboard. She's on the switchboard. Oh my god! Yeah, she's in a she's in a bunch of episodes. Yeah. Fucking, I, I was to my significant other. I was like, "That's fucking flow." She's like, "Who?" <laughs> she's like, "Who?" And why are you getting so mad about it? Like, Fuck flow. Did you did you decide to take down your Mad Men pick because of that? <laughs> no, <laughs> it knocked it down in the pantheon. She of had the shows. one more millisecond of airtime. I would have, but <laughs> <laughs> it came in just under the wire on the airtime. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She's Lord. everywhere. She's everywhere. Especially I mean, can football. you? She's like typecast as a commercial character now. Like she can't come back from that, right? Like Russ and I were at a bar once, just <laughs> and for whatever reason, like flow came up, and yeah. I just, <laughs> I like went off, and the bartender was like, <laughs> overheard him. I think I think you have problems. <laughs> like, He's you know, like, I never heard anyone eat flow as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait i see that the um uh episode outline has changed let me start from the beginning welcome to sharding enemies <laughs> <laughs> they're both uh, sharding wow <laughs> well that's what you, you shard out enemies on this show. you just you shove them up your ass and then shard them out that's how you that's get right. back at them huh. that's right seems like a lot of work huh. enemies are <laughs> to make <laughs> yes not for me <laughs> uh on this week's episode 
we uh, we gave each other assignment an assignment for this week, which um, we'll get to, I guess, in a little bit, because I wanted to ask as a follow-up on our last episode, which was sort of a 2020 music interview, sort of a let's just talk about heavy metal for a little while and uh, pop music for f- five seconds. Um, Russ, did you end up listening to the Unleash the Archers album? I did. I, what did you think? Not the album. I listened to a few songs. Yeah, okay. And... It pretty much was what I expected. It was it was not my cup of tea. Um, not sure. Really? Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's a like Dave was saying in, in the episode. It's it's just a little too much of the screaming and carrying on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like he literally he, that he goes to that level like a few times in each song. That is just for the record. That's a female singer that band has. Wow, just it didn't. I actually didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. So I think her name is. I think her name is Britney Slays. I'm not sure if that's a play on Britney Spears, but oh. that is that is the name. I didn't dive into it when I saw it. It's another like, thing I, I really get annoyed annoys me is fake names of people. There's so many, especially in music. There's a ton of shit ton, but yeah, I used to know a lot of people who went by fake name. I'm like, that's not your fucking name. Your name is not like Ashley Annihilation. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is your it's, real name? Like it's Francine. anal annihilation. Come on. <laughs> There's no way your name is Ashley, okay? <laughs> it's Jennifer Annihilation. Angel with scabbed wings. Oh. I'm like huh? what? Ma- Marilyn Manson song? Who? You guys know where I all these people had that name. The club I used to have. <laughs> oh my god! They would go by. No- They're like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Ross." I don't know what I would do if, if because I've been in that bar with you a couple of times, and then if you then introduced me to, you know, yeah, Jessica, Jessica decapitation or whatever. <laughs> my eyes would like, roll what? so far back in my head when I was saying the words. Oh, hi, I'm I'm Ross, and this is my friend Desecrator. <laughs> <laughs> This is Angela Angel Slaughter, my friend from uh, long ago. <laughs> oh, we go way back. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew her when she used to be called Angela Angel Hugger, and things went really wrong. <laughs> she used to like Care Bears, and now she's into Angel Annihilation. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Puberty's a weird thing, you know. So anyway, yeah. Wasn't my cup of tea. Wasn't my cup of tea. I I did. I sent you guys a a, a band that is kind of along those lines, but a little less of the sound. And I and I I further cemented my view that like Symphony X is my limit for power metal. Like true power metal is too much for me. It has too much power. You have to be in a real particular mood. Yeah. To listen to like a lot of power metal. Nah. Or just have no self-awareness whatsoever. Or or too much self-awareness. I'm not sure what goes into really liking power metal. I don't either. Well, yeah. we should ask our mutual friend. The, <laughs> with Blind Guardian at the top of his list. Like <laughs> An entire concept album just about Gollum or something, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, even yeah, that we should band, have him on. So the band I sent you guys with Threshold. And yeah. 
I looked and their newest album has is something like called like Welcome to the Shire or something like that. Oh, come on. <laughs> They're right along Jesus. the lines of Blind Guardian at this point. God damn it. I hate that. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings, but come on. I don't want to listen to heavy metal music about it. I just want to watch the movies. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies. Movies. Great segue. Uh, let's get into our topic for this week. As I mentioned at the top, we gave each other an assignment, which was to watch the movie Ava on Netflix, or it's available on Netflix. Um, Ava is a movie starring Jessica Chastain. In brief, I would describe it as a, a an assassin thriller. Um, it has a, a really good cast. Um, basically, this woman is an assassin, She's starting to question her sort of her job in general, um, which the company that employs her sort of finds out about and realizes that she's become like a liability. So they try to off her and hijinks ensue. Plus family drama. She's an alcoholic and a bad relationship with her dad and a weird relationship with her sister. So there's all this other stuff going on. Cast has John Malkovich. It has Colin Farrell. It has Gina Davis or... A mm. plastic representation of Gina Davis. <laughs> the, the stuff, the stuff of Gina Davis. Yeah. So right directly from Madame Tussauds. Here's she. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. so that's my that's my tee up for this movie. Um, I think we chose this because I can't remember why. Russ, I think you threw this at us. Well, we were trying to think of movies that were like in the public eye at the moment, and it was I think it was number one at the time that I suggested it on Netflix. From the top 10, like, you know, they have to do the top 10 now. Yeah. And it has Jessica Chastain, which I like. So I figured it's about assassins. What could go wrong there? Right. Uh, that's why. A, a lot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we wasted 90 minutes of our time. So we're about to waste 90 minutes of your time. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> So if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to watch it before you like hear all of our shitting on it. I mean, uh, talking about it. Yeah, I mean, either either watch it and come back or take this as a reason uh, not to watch it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know which is more fun, but you figure it out at home and uh, and see what happens. Um, where where to begin? I, I had a few notes. Did, did somebody else want to jump in like? Clearly, I think the takeaway here is that none of us really cared for this movie. I was a little surprised given the cast. But after watching it for about 15 minutes, I I realized, like, this is a badly written film. Like, this is a very <laughs> oh, yeah. poorly, very yes. poorly written movie. And most of the people are doing the best that they can with a really shitty script. Yes. Um, That's noticeable they, in the movie. Yeah, the script is bad. The story doesn't make sense. <laughs> Other than that, it's amazing. Other than that, nice to look at. Um, it has a pretty good director. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's done some really, really notable things. I can look those up in a second if you guys want to vamp. But I don't know. This movie did not do it for me. Short Johnson? The- <laughs> Shorty McShitson? <laughs> That's right. The, the best part about this movie... Um, was the opening credits. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a similar I was, thought. I was, I was actually impressed 
you learned the entire backstory of Ava in the opening credits. I thought that was a pretty cool mechanic. Yeah. And, and it wasn't done cheesily. Like, you totally got it. You got who she was, her background, or all of it. And then the movie starts. I was like, wow, I'm like, I know a lot in the first minute and a half of this movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's, I, I, I found it helpful. And in looking back, I'm wondering if it was sort of like a cheat. Like they realized that they made yeah. this movie and were like, oh, we never set up who this person is. We have to do this somehow. <laughs> right. How do we it's do like this a do- at the beginning? It's like a dossier sort of of, of, the, of the person that you're about to meet. So yeah, it was kind of, I've seen that before and it is kind of, it's kind of cool. It made me think of the intro to um, Seven, which is really like the credits are happening and you see all this stuff happening from the POV of John Doe and like all this horrible shit and like the the writing in the tiny notebooks and like all these like gross images and drawings and you see things in the credits, I think that you see later in the movie. So I, I it made me think of that. I was like, there's a narrative happening during the credits where normally it would just be like, title and then the movie happens and you just see like the names pop up on the screen like, there's just an actual title sequence which i don't know unusual i guess yeah a lot of they do a lot of foreshadowing in some movies like you probably similar to seven where they show you things but you don't really know what it means yet because you haven't right. seen the film but this one was literally like a character setup for eva i, I mean all right for we we went into this i think most let me a it was a top rank on netflix b it has Jessica Chastain, which I think we all like. I think is a good actress. Um, and and I thought generally with the shit script given to her and what she had to deal with, I thought she did a pretty good job. I think her acting in general, there was moments where I was like, like she like she is the most believable character character on the screen. Now like those were maybe far and through between. They were usually more like isolated moments in the movie where it was just her, but it, it quickly deteriorates anytime there's interaction, any, uh, the fight scenes, like you could, I mean, how can we just like talk about how many, you could, how obvious the pull punches were. And just, (laughs) it was like when I compare, but I, okay, here's a movie to compare this to. Right from a fight fight scene perspective, atomic, this atomic blonde and atomic blonde. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Like, no, because to me, like you watch atomic blonde, it looks like they're murdering each other, <laughs> and it's and uh, there's a, there's a reality to it where they're getting exhausted and they're just like using their last ounce of anything to make it through. And this had moments where it tried to emulate the exhaustiveness of fighting, but this. Fight scenes were just ridiculous. And- I, th- I thought the, I, I agree. I thought the fighting was the fight car- fight choreography was really poor. Like the, you, like they were like you said, pulling punches from a mile away. They were just sort of like yeah, like barely throw a fist, and the guy would go flying. It's true. There was there was that one scene there. I was actually like, when when is someone gonna put someone's face to the plane of glass? And like two seconds later he like puts her head through the thing. Yeah. I'm like, come on. It's like in every fucking movie. You can see it coming. It's not, Jesus. it's not good. Yeah. It's, it's a ponderous plot to begin with. Like the whole, I mean, it's been done. It's something you, you would think you would see in a B movie, like the plot. Yeah. This is, this is like an eighties straight to VHS action film, right? Like the story doesn't make sense. The story doesn't make enough sense to drive the whole entire plot. Like out of nowhere, 
at the very beginning of the movie, they set up that she's starting to have some doubts about what she does, I guess. Like, that's the whole thing, right? But we don't know why that is. She has a conscience, even though she's a cold-blooded murderer who has killed, by the end of the film, at least 41 people, they say out loud. Mal- Malkovich does get into that when he's trying to um, talk on her behalf. Yeah. He's, he says something about how uh, she had, you know, misgivings about a couple of, of the killings that, and he said, with good re- and with good reason. But he, they never elaborate on what that is. Well, so they, so they, in the beginning, you, she's made out to be this cold-blooded killer who needs to ask, needs, who is very curious what the person did that she's about to kill. Right. So there is this, all right, well, how cold-blooded are you? Like, you're looking for a reason right. to do what you're about to do, right? And then you fast forward, and then I guess the only connection I can kind of make is that she is trying Every person she's killing, I think she is tying back to her father, right? She makes reference to like one and a killer father. So she's trying to tap into that hatred or something. I don't know. It's all very loose. Other than that, it sounded, it's, it felt a little, it didn't feel as believable that she's like this. She isn't. It, that was yeah. my thing. She, she didn't come across as like a master assassin to me. Right. As, right. There's been a lot of movies with women who are like, Contract killers, assassins, you know, obviously Kill Bill. There's Red Sparrow, a, right? Like Red you said, Sparrow, Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Blonde yeah, uh, all these movies. They were like kick-ass killers. In the, and she doesn't, doesn't have that in this movie to me, which is a problem for the movie. Right. In, in the first scene of the film, when she's in the car, she picks up a guy that's her target, takes him someplace. She's going to kill him. Even when she has like a perfectly controlled environment, it's still like really messy. Like they should have set, I think that they should have set up in that first scene, like a flawless execution of, of an execution, right? Like you should have seen her be untouchably perfect at this, but they set up the conflict like right at the beginning, which doesn't give you enough background to buy her as this killer. One of, one of my notes I wrote in my notes. um, First of all, to jump a little bit ahead, I feel like they were setting up like a series of movies and therefore I would subtitle this first one, Ava, the very sloppy assassin. Because like... <laughs> is, 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 the, is the movie, the second movie is called like Sloppy Seconds? Sloppy that, Seconds! Uh, Perfect! Yes! <laughs> she leaves fingerprints everywhere. There's blood <laughs> everywhere. There are shell casings all over the place. She makes eye contact with every person she can possibly look at. Like, yeah, and she doesn't even like burn the car or anything after she does the deed. Nothing. She just, she's like walks away. Like, eh, okay. this is fine. I'm just going to leave this car here. I've been, they show you tapping the steering wheel with my fingers. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, she's the best we have. Did you notice now that you mentioned it? Did you notice in, I think the title sequence, they keep showing you that she's getting these bank transfers for all of her kills. Yeah, like seventy-five grand. They're each and they're each one of them is only seventy-five grand. Right. There was never a penny more or a penny less than seventy-five thousand. And what they what they did was they changed the uh, currency, so it was either seventy-five thousand euros, seventy-five thousand pounds, or seventy-five thousand dollars. But they, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. They didn't. It doesn't matter. They it just short change her if it's like a low. If like, it's in USD, she's like, oh, her, her, yeah, her last year was seventy thousand pesos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, another 50 bucks. Damn. I just killed someone for 50 bucks. Fuck. <laughs> I'd be asking too. I would ask first, like, are you worth $50? That would be my first question. You drive a hard bargain. $50. Guy has <laughs> <laughs> $50 on him right there. He's like, yeah, That's a nice me. catch. Yeah, that's Here's a hundred. That's pretty fun. That is a good catch. It's <laughs> $75,000 no matter what. Also, I would I would add. I sat there and I was like, I was like, let's let's average this. So um, the euro is sort of in between the dollar and the pound. So let's say each one was worth seventy five thousand euros. She would have after forty to forty one kills, roughly three point four million dollars. That doesn't feel like enough <laughs> to be a professional, it, a set perfect assassin. That woman yeah, should be making a no. million dollars a kill. She should have no money problems or questions. Three point four million after killing forty guys doesn't seem like enough. Well, that that just shows you it's another plot plot problem. Uh, like usually, usually they're these assassins that get paid like a million dollars a hit or something. Right. They're like they're contractors. They get called in by some like criminal association to kill, and they get paid a flat fee or whatever. Right. She's supposed to be working for like a black ops unit or something. So why would she be getting paid anything? <laughs> It, it's either one or the other. Either you're like you work for the government and you're an assassin, you kill people for the government for to be a patriot, or you your, work your salary. In, yeah, or you're doing it for cash. Like one or the other. This is like somewhere they didn't even know where to place her character in between those two things. Right. Maybe that's why she was getting such paltry sum. Yeah, it was super <laughs> ambiguous. Like I don't know, they, they could have done a better job on this one. And and, and how believable was it? that the agency decided to turn on her. It that was way forced and stupid. Yeah. Right? Cuz like right? that's what happens in the movie. She's she's questioning these kills. They find I guess they find out about it. They they get sloppy. They get like these sloppy results. And they're like, "Uh, eh, she's a liability." Then John Malkovich comes in, basically her dad or father figure figure in the movie, and he's like, "Hey, give her a break. Like she's having a tough time." And the ma- management is the name of the agent, like ma- the management or whatever. They're like, no, she's gonna fuck us over. They're gonna find out about us, I think. So like we have to we have to get rid of her. But it happens like that. Like Yeah. Well, it's like no deliberation. Whole, as soon as he leaves, you know, Colin Farrell's like, ah, we're just gonna kill her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Kill her anyway. What yeah. are you doing? Kill her anyway. Let's go. Can we talk about Colin Farrell's pubic hair mustache? Oh, it's <laughs> glorious. <laughs> He has some fuck? weird facial hair in like almost every movie. I feel he always looks. <laughs> yeah, but we can talk about his pubic hair mustache. If you want? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What, what else you got? What else you gonna say? Uh, I was. It was distracting. It. It looked. I don't know. It just looked ridiculous. I feel like he could have again with a better script. Like if they built that character up a little bit more. If they made him seem more important or, I don't know, dangerous himself. Like, I, I might have believed Colin Farrell. That's a pretty good supporting part for him, right? The main villain, but clearly not, like, the main character. Like, I don't know. It could, it could have worked. I just, it, it just didn't. It just didn't for me. He had no, the same way that they never made Ava to be this perfect killer, they never made him to be this dangerous, like, assassin leader, manager, no. whatever. No, no, you see him like, he's like, you know, in his house with his daughter. I I love I I love how they decide to basically dispose of John Malkovich by <laughs> by 
floating him to the bottom of the lake at his house. At on his, his own back house. Dock. Like, that's not gonna <laughs> like how many, one dead month later, bodies, how many dead bodies are outside are Colin floating house? Up. I was thinking that. Like, there's yeah, he's probably like 50 corpses down there, I guess. <laughs> like random floating arms and limbs are all over the lake. <laughs> You're trying to like take a like rowboat ride on the lake like a <laughs> limb floats up oh it's a prequel it's a prequel to friday the 13th like all the bodies like come out of the lake jason Voorhees comes <laughs> out <laughs> some other comments on the casting so you cast common into a movie and then have him be this lame duck sappy like gambling problem I don't know. Like, supporting character. Like he supporting character. He was not I mean, that important to the He thing. had the worst lines in the whole movie, too. Oh, my God. He, yeah. He said, yeah, I agree. It's very rare. I'm watching a movie, and there's two people talking, and I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> like, that one scene when she pulls him out of the gambling den for the first time, and they have this, like, exchange outside. And he's like, this was all your fault. If you hadn't left, none of this would have gone down. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this shit? Why does this scene kill this scene? That, I don't know. That whole relationship I thought was so, it was such a forced plot device to add a little bit of drama to like her family situation. Yeah. The fact that they were engaged or he proposed to Ava and then she left. Why did she leave the country? Was that uh, ever established? She's like, she's like, no, and then disappears for eight years. And in those eight years, Common's cat was it Michael? What was his name? I don't know. His character, Michael. Yeah, yeah, Michael. ends up proposing to Ava's sister. Sister, way less hot yeah. sister. Yeah, Oof. and knocks her up. And, and knocks her up. Ava comes back. Then there's romance for no particular reason. It. That whole subplot was a that could have cut. They wreck. could have cut that all out entirely. <laughs> yeah, it's and then th- she's like, "Leave! You have to leave. Here's some money." And they're like, "Okay, let's we'll just leave right now. Drop our entire lives it, and leave." Do you know how much money Michael owed in gambling debts? Was it seventy five seventy five thousand dollars? <laughs> to the penny. One kill. She's like, all right, hold on. <laughs> Pesos or American? <laughs> ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> all right. And then and then the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's fast right. forward because I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, I come on. <laughs> the end of the, the end the end of this movie. So the fight scene, like when she gets she starts drinking, she's gonna kill herself, right? Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell, then then there's this whole fight scene in the hotel room. I don't know if I spaced out or I don't know what. It gets to the end where they're basically both bloodied, exhausted. And Colin Farrell's like, I'm just going to leave. All right. <laughs> I'll be back to see you later. If I see you again, you're dead. <laughs> and then he leaves. And then she's like, what? Gets her like hoodie on. Gun and like money out of a thing, and then just follows him out of the hotel down some random pathway with no one on it, and then just shoots them, and it's over. Like it made absolutely no sense. Like what? 
just happened there. If he's an assassin, if he used to be an assassin, now he's pushing pencil. He's a desk jockey assassin, whatever that means. He goes to kill her. Doesn't kill her. Is he the worst assassin to ever have been trained as one? Like, finish the job. Where were you going? She's clearly just oh, a little tired on the ground. What's happening here? I mean, my take on that is that he he thinks he's he's been bested, and he he doesn't think he can kill her. So that's when he likes is tries to save face and be like, oh, if I see you again, I'll I'll kill you. And so he trying he's trying to like get out of it and not get killed by her. That's my take on it. And she's like, no, I'll just kill you. But it's, it's way better to just have them fight to the death. <laughs> yeah, there was no drama <laughs> in having her slowly walk after him, slowly walk around Boston somewhere. Right. With a broken leg. Like, yeah, you knew she was going to kill him within the next three minutes of the movie. And there you go. Like, it happened. But wasn't it dramatic when she's like, we'll count to three. One. Boom. Oh, shit. I feel like you've seen that a billion other times. You have. What is this? Home Alone? I'll give you the count of <laughs> 10. <laughs> One, two, 10. <laughs> this is like, yeah, it's somewhere between like Kill Bill and Home Alone, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the episode title, I think. <laughs> All right. Next. What movie are we looking at? <laughs> oh, my God. We haven't decided yet, but. All right. Well, for the listeners out there, Save yourselves the 90 minutes or get as drunk as Ava and watch this movie. Yeah. And laugh your way through it. All right. So one of the things I, I noticed about Ava, it kind of suffers from this whole contract killer assassin stereotype that a lot of these movies fall into. Yeah. So kind of like make fun of, point out some of the goofiness of, of these movies because there's so many of them. So I created a couple of really quick games that we I could play with you guys. Oh man, our Aww. first our first <laughs> podcast games. This is great. Okay, so sure to be a recurring feature. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this one works, and then we can move on from here. But we'll see. So the first one I call I have is called the Vincent Vega game, Pulp Fiction assassin, the John Travolta character. Seemed like okay. a fitting person to name this after. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to read a, a synopsis of, a, of an assassin movie. And then I have a few choices and you guys have to guess which movie that this is the synopsis for. OK, OK, <laughs> do it. So the first one. It's it's and hired assassin. John is asked by a Chinatown crime boss to murder the young son of a policeman. John has the boy in his sights, but his conscience gets the better of him, and he spares the child's life. Is this movie (laughs) one in the (laughs) chamber, A, two, the replacement killers, three, Care Bear killing spree, (laughs) or, I have a guess, or Road to Perdition? Do you know? Does B. <laughs> Dave, you have a I'm guess? Definitely going with Carrie Bears in this one. <laughs> Chris got it. Yeah. The I, replacement well, killers. Yes. Which nothing. is actually a movie I really like. If you guys haven't seen that, this is I a haven't movie. seen any of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in that movie? That's uh Chow Young Fat. 
and Mira Sorvino. Oh my god, are in this movie, <laughs> and it's it's a yeah, it's a, it's an it's a oldie but a goodie, you know. It's and it some of the funny things about it is a. Uh, I'll just tell you a little because I I do like the movie if you ever want to watch it. Yeah, he at the time at this time he was just learning English, and if you didn't know Mira Sorvino, oh sure knows he she's fluent in Mandarin Chinese, which sounds really? like. A, she could like, oh, perfect. She could help him, but he speaks Cantonese. <laughs> so that's 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 number one. Number two. Sheesh. All right. Okay. Okay. Number two. Number two is a veteran hitman is ready to call it quits and leave the profession. His final job, however, provides to be a trickier than expected when the sadistic Zidzik recruits the assassin to kill his wife along with the couple's baby. Is it A, run all night, B, the equalizer, C, bullet to the balls, or D, diary of a hitman? A. D, I have no idea. Oh, Dave got it. Yes! I was really hoping it was bullet to the balls. So this is actually a movie. Uh, it's an old. It's another one. It's another assassin movie. Diary. What was it called? Diary of a Hitman. It had. Uh, was well, an old. This is an oldie, oldie. Uh, Forrest yeah, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker plays the assassin in the movie. This is my final one in this in the Vincent Vega game. Well, it's tied. So this is very important. Yeah. This is the. So really, listen to this one. You got to get it. Okay. <laughs> Remorseless assassin Joe is sent to complete a series of contract killings for a crime boss. He hires a street punk to run errands for him, all the while planning to kill the youth at the conclusion of the assignment. Instead, Joe becomes the boy's unlikely mentor. Oh, man. Is this A, Smoke and Aces, B, Bangkok Dangerous, C, sadistic lullaby, or D, ballistic kiss. Good God. This is Bangkok <laughs> dangerous. Dave, <laughs> guess. It's either smoke and aces, Bangkok dangerous, sadistic lullaby, or ballistic kiss. I don't know. Sadistic lullaby. I've, I've never even, uh, you know it's if, not if that you had one. Said, you know if it's you had not said, sadistic lullaby. If, 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 if you had said, like, are these movies are made up book titles, <laughs> like, I still wouldn't. Are these movies or Soilwork song titles? <laughs> yes. I, that would have been a better. So guess what? Chris got it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the Nicolas Cage classic, Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> so, like, I mean, first of all, congratulations to me. Great job. Yeah. Great um, job. So, like, the whole thing with these assassin killer movies is that somewhere along the line, they develop a conscience, right? They feel bad. They're like, wait a minute. I shouldn't murder everyone in front of me, <laughs> especially not for money. Right. And that's, that's they have the a change point of, of the game. Because there are a couple different... I would say there's about three different kinds of assassin movies. That is, to me, the one I always think about, though. It's the one where, like, 
he's about to shoot the kid and then he can't do it, right? Or she can't do it. And then they help the kid. Right. So that's kind or of they, like Or they wonder, like, why am I kill why am I doing all this killing? You must have done something wrong to deserve this, right? Like to use to use the Ava example. Right. So that that was kind of pointing out the the pointlessness and unimaginative plot of most of these assassin movies. I would not be surprised that the description for every single movie you said mirrored basically that exact format. Like I know you read <laughs> read one for, you know, all of those, but like apart from probably bullet to the balls, I <laughs> <laughs> So as as, you, as Chris <laughs> figured out, all of yeah. those are real movies except for there was See. one in each list that was not real. <laughs> <laughs> Care Bear Killing Spree is not a real assassin. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> my Sorry. favorite cartoon. I wish it was. Shit, man. Okay, so my second game. Oh, is man. A we little need different. music or something. It's a little different. This one mm. is, you have, it's called The Widowmaker because I'm going to read you, let's see, one, two, three, four, there's five movie synopsis and you have to tell me which one is the plot for Black Widow, which is okay. that upcoming Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, sounds easy enough. Okay, so first we'll go with A. This is A. Raised by her father in the wilderness, a teenager has trained all her life to be the perfect assassin. Her father sends her on a mission, and she stealthily makes her way across Europe while evading agents sent after her by a ruthless operative named Marissa who once worked with her father. That's A. Very possible. I know that, I, I know that movie. Okay. It's not out. Okay. <laughs> B. Don't fucking spoil the game before Sorry. the game starts. <laughs> Shit. B is, at birth, the girl is given to the KGB, which grooms her to become its ultimate operative. When the USSR breaks up, the government tries to kill her as the action moves to present-day New York, where she is a freelance operative. Gotta give you a freelance operative. It's a better job. That's B. C, moving on, is an assassin becomes marked for death by her own black ops organization after questioning orders and breaking protocol. These are all real, real, by the way. (laughs) I didn't write them. That one sounds very familiar to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. D, a prima ballerina faces a bleak and uncertain future after she suffers an injury that ends her career. She soon, she soon turns to Assassin School, a secret intelligence service that trains exceptional young people to use their minds as bod- and bodies as weapons. Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, Jesus. a convicted felon, instead of going to jail, is given a new identity and trained to be a secret assassin controlled by the government. <laughs> These are five separate movies? <laughs> five separate These are five movies. different movies. All real movies. Jesus. All real write-ups that I got. On Dave, what is what is your guess for which one is Black Widow? I have I have a guess. I'm guessing B. Okay, Dave says B. Mm-hmm. My guess is D. And the winner, so one of you got it. The winner is Dave. Oh, <laughs> all right. Wait, so, read that one again. Which one was right. that? That's the one at birth the girl is given to the KGB, which grooms her to become its ultimate operative. 
when the USSR breaks up, the government tries to kill her, and the action moves to present-day New York, where she's a freelance operative. Oh, fucking A, man. So the first movie was Hannah, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'll tell you what those what those movies were. Yeah, yeah. What were they? Uh, first one was Hannah, which is I a movie I really think is good. Um, they made it into a, also an Amazon Prime TV series. But oh. I really like the movie version a lot. I think it's good. Wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, you're probably, you might be coming up with a TV show. There's like this Italian, <laughs> old lady Italian. Uh, Sorsha Ronan. <laughs> yep. What the hell? Yeah, she's in it. Was she like 11 in this movie? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's pretty young in it. She's like, she's like blonde. She's like albino in this. So the second one was Black Widow. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Those ones are close, though. Third one was Ava, <laughs> which I don't know if you figured that one out. Had a feeling. Was that, was that fourth one the one with Jennifer Lawrence? Yep. In it? yep. Uh, okay. I knew one of them was Red Sparrow, and I wasn't sure which one it was. Damn it. That was the one to throw you off, too, because that was the, the other Russian-like assassin movie. Yeah. Yeah, I Red thought, Sparrow. I thought, the Black, I thought Black Widow. I thought B was... Uh, Red Sparrow. Hmm. And then the last one was La Femme Nikita. (laughs) (laughs) Friday night after Silk Stockings on USA. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) USA up all night. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Weird Science followed by La Femme Nikita. But come on, listen, those are five movies. (laughs) One movie. You described one movie five times. Yeah, one. They're so, that's what I mean. Every time I see these movies, I still watch them anyway, but every time I do, I'm like, all right. (laughs) <laughs> well, Black Widow aside, what is because I, I'll be honest, this is not my the main type of movie I kind of gravitate towards. Just I don't know why, but what is the um, ideal version? Like, what is the one or two that like best exemplify this and are like best in class for this specific type of movie? Oh, God, that's hard. I mean, like obviously, I said I like that movie, Hannah. Um, I do see, I do like these movies a lot if they're good, like the professional, everyone seems to think that's a, that's the one with, uh, baby Natalie Portman, baby Natalie Portland, Portman, Jean Roussel. Yep. And I do, I mean, obviously I like that movie or the replacement killers a lot. I'd have to see if it stands up though. <laughs> it It is an older flick. Hmm. Uh, Dave, do you have do you have thoughts on this? I, I will. The only thing I will say is that um, even in that that ex, this exercise you, you just did all the movies you've listed, I think I saw two of them, and Ava being one of them. <laughs> it's like I <laughs> no, I saw three. I think I saw the Hannah and the Jennifer Lawrence one. Shit. I mean, I haven't even seen all these movies, to be able to tell you the truth. I haven't seen Red Sparrow. I haven't seen uh, Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> I mean, Bullet to the Balls, I've seen that one maybe. But. Oh, my God. I got that playing nonstop. Guys, any final takeaways here on the AvaCast 2020? 2021, probably by the time you listen to this. Yeah, next year. There'll be another movie on Netflix that you want to watch other than this piece of shit. I mean, there has to be, there has to be. Well, well, has there been a Netflix movie worth watching yet? Probably the wrong guy to ask. There's been a bunch where 
it gets hyped enough to watch it. But after you watch it, was it? I'm saying this, and of course, I, I'm going to be getting Prime movies and Netflix movies all confused. But yeah, uh, honestly, the last one I remember watching that was hyped it was Old Guard, and yeah. it's another one I yeah. was no, I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, no. did not finish, could not finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Uh, I want it to be good, but. It's a no. Well, you've heard it from us. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't watch wait for the wait for the sequel. Wait for the sequel. Wait, wait for sloppy seconds. seconds. Hash parentheses the shark. Close parentheses. A close second to bullet to the balls. <laughs> bullet to the balls. A movie that doesn't exist is better than this. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.